0: You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis
1: lifestyle radio. The Business of Cannabis is brought to you by Cash Tech Currency Products, North America's leading cash management provider for cannabis retailers. Cash recyclers, smart safes, software and services, Cash Tech has everything the cannabis retailer needs to track, manage, and secure the cash earned in the dispensary. Don't take chances with your cash. Call Cash Tech and solve the problem. Visit www.cashtechcurrency.com to learn more. The Business of Cannabis is sponsored this week by Chima, North America's leading provider of cash management hardware and software. Chima has the perfect mix of cash recyclers and smart safes for the cannabis dispenser. Track, manage, and secure your cash. Reconcile with your POS. Automate the entire cash process for your bud tenders and managers. Get the best cash management platform there is. Check out Chima's website at chima-america.com. That's Chima spelled C-I-M-A. Wherever you count, it's Chima. Yes, indeed, it's the business of cannabis. Definitely my favorite uh, day of the week. I'll just assume it's yours too, which I know it is, even if you want to admit it to yourselves, just trust me. Because where else will you get the most relevant, groundbreaking, innovative business stories from the cannabis front lines? The latest in cannabis brands, services, innovations in retail, software, distribution, marketing. To put it bluntly, a hard look at the hard realities of making money in the cannabis industry. Now I say that every week, one, because it's true, makes it clear what the show's about. Sort of why we chose the name, the business of cannabis, says it all. Um, but also the, to show that that simplicity belies a very complex industry. That's also why we do this show to cut through the noise and try to figure out what's happening at the street level, focusing on companies that are actually buying, selling, and marketing uh, cannabis and not some talking heads speaking about trends and futures and stock prices. If you're interested in the business side of cannabis, then this is the show to listen to because. Um, I'm bringing you two super innovative uh, companies you should know about. First, we're going to speak to Gary Boatman of Canna River, uh, a CBD manufacturer and a brand of, uh, of CBD, who are disrupting the CBD market by producing low-cost, high-dosage products. Very definitely not what CBD uh, market is known for now. Look. Sounds great, Uh, so how does that work, Gary? We'll find out. Uh, Then we speak to James Shee of My Green Network. I first met um, My Green Network six or eight months ago. They kept telling me they weren't quite ready uh, uh, to to launch. Well, they have launched. They are now in business. They have real clients. A self-described cannabis cloud kitchen uh, based in California. I'll ask James to define that. But for now, consider it a we work for manufacturing cannabis products, any product. They have the facility um, to manufacture whatever you want, and they also help you get a license to do that. Uh, super fast and super cheap. It's really a broadside against the vertically integrated mentality. Uh, people who claim you need to grow and you m- manufacture and sell all in one company in order to make money. Well, maybe you just need to sell it. You can rent or buy the product or services to make that happen. So again, how does that work, James? We will we will definitely ask. Uh, put on your business brains, as we feature uh, two of the most innovative companies we've had in the business of cannabis in uh, quite some time, uh, potentially disruptive forces. I'm Dave Sky. I will be joined uh, by Matt Cook for the wrap-up after we uh, chat with uh, Gary and James here on The Business of Cannabis. The Business of Cannabis is also sponsored by CashTech, a proud Chima partner. CashTech's over 40 years in the cash management space has made it the nation's number one cash management service company. Call CashTech and then make sure you have the right equipment, software, and service package. Go to cashtechcurrency.com to learn more. And welcome back to the business of cannabis. Uh, let's talk to Grant Boatman of Canna River. Uh, Grant is a busy bee, that's for sure. He is the founder and co founder of three companies at, at present. Um, two are in the sort of e liquid nicotine side. And, and some of that work led him to founding Canna River, which is a CBD brand, California based. Wide range of products, gummies, bombs, lotions, inhalers, tinctures, uh, very impressive. Um, and one of his other companies, in fact, is sort of the manufacturer that uh, 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 produces uh, the CBD products. Um, Canna River, which is so interesting, is marketing itself as high quality, low price alternative to what's typically offered for sale in the market. So I interpret that to mean other CBD companies are charging too much. So let's find out how Grant's doing that. Um, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, no, my pleasure. I, I'm, I'm very intrigued. Uh, I was very intrigued by sort of your, your positioning in the market, but before we get to that, go back to three or four years before you started Canada river, Canada river. W- what was it about CBD, um, that you saw as an opportunity?
2: What were the factors in the market that you said, yeah, this is something that I would like to get involved in. So Canada river started in the middle of 2020. Uh, early 2020, right? Um, and the concept was really in 2019, but we didn't really launch until 2020. Prior to that, mm-hmm. um, I've been in the nicotine industry for probably the last nine or ten years, uh, selling various raw materials and doing uh, contract manufacturing for a lot of different tobacco brands. Right. And over the last six, seven, eight years, I've heard people talk about CBD. And back then, it, a lot of it was being produced in Europe, and it was extremely expensive. um You could buy a kilo of CBD for eighty grand it was outlandish back then. It was extremely extremely expensive because there wasn't really a market for it. And as time kind of progressed, people started to dabble into a little bit more. Um, It got really crazy about four years ago when a lot of really bad regulations happened in the nicotine space. And a lot of those brands ended up making their way over to CBD. Um, Then there was a kind of a green rush, so to speak, when it came to CBD, but we've always been around it, whether it was from co-packing or you know different raw material vendors that we have, seeing what they um, you know extract and produce. And there's a lot of brands that we've made tinctures for and disposables and cartridges and bombs and and that's what kind of led us down to the path that we are on now with Can River.
1: Oh, okay. Um, so it's sort of serendipity slash opportunity.
2: so let well, to to get into why it kind of happened also as well is that, in seeing these brands do what they were doing at the prices that they were charging and the effect that people were getting or not getting is what led me to it. So, right. I mean, someone who's using a 500 milligram tincture, they don't realize that really only getting eight milligram, 10 milligrams a drop, right. Even if they have a little dropper's worth. and then your body only consumes and actually takes in about 30% of that. Cause you know, when the CBD oil makes its way through your body, it only retains a certain amount. Your body just gets rid of a lot of it, honestly. Okay. And so my whole point in the beginning was always high strength stuff at a price that nobody else can touch. Because when we started two or three years ago, we were buying kilos at three or four or $5,000, which as an example, if I'm buying a kilo for $4,000, if I'm making a thousand milligram tincture, that breaks down to that $4,000 That $4, a kilo will be $4 a gram. So just right off the bat, my thousand milligram tincture is about $4. The bottle, the label, the cap, the rest of the material. Distribution. Right. Distribution. You'll be all in about six fifty. People are selling them for a hundred and fifty dollars. It's a six dollar wow. product. Right. So for us, from the beginning, it was always like, I don't, you know, this is this is twenty five dollars, thirty five dollars max for a thousand milligram tincture. So I saw people taking advantage of people from the beginning, and yeah. it wasn't fair because if it does help, it shouldn't cost that much. This isn't pharmaceutical stuff. This is right, right.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, uh, it's interesting that not more people have done it as well. Um, because it's that pitch is interesting. Uh CBD doesn't typically market itself from a price perspective. It's still s- typically a premium product. Uh, I know I've paid way more than $25 for some of the stuff you're talking about. Um, but I'm I'm I happen to be in Canada right now. So there might be it might be more expensive. But then let's flip that's a good segue into Give me an overview of sort of the Canna River. uh, What's Canna River all about? What do you tell customers? If you could talk to them all right now, what what would you say to them? This is what this company is about, and this is why you should look for our
2: products. Yeah, so we've looked over the different product, but uh, we've looked over the different product ca- categories that people consume the most in the CBD space, whether it's sublingual, whether it's vaping, whether it's uh, a balm or a lotion or topical, those seem to be the three biggest categories along with edibles as well, too. Um, we've kind of, we, we used to dabble in flour and a couple other things, but it just wasn't worth it. So we've stuck with edibles, topicals, vapes, and um, uh, sublingual tinctures as well. so, so oils right. and, from the beginning, like I said, it was always price point for me, but alongside a price point, I wanted to be five times, you know, three, five, 10 times stronger than most people in what they were offering. And so, because at the end of the day, I have one opportunity to have a customer actually try this and say that it worked. And I think a lot of people who are trying extremely low strength stuff, 250 milligrams, 500 milligrams, I don't think it does anything for these people. I think that they think that it does, but it's not something that they feel immediately and they should, but- mm-hmm. And the reason that's happening is because the strengths are just too small. And I think people don't know what they're doing as far as dosing. And, you know, it's like, again, if someone's buying a 500 milligram tincture for 50 bucks, the thousand might be a hundred and the 2,500 might be one fifty. Right. A lot of people don't have a hundred dollars. Right. It's crazy. But right. For us, right. Yeah. For, so for us, we want you to be able to experience every single product and say that it worked from the moment you started using it. So whether it's our bombs, our lotions, our tinctures, everything is extremely high strength, anywhere from two to three to four to five times stronger than anybody else on the market, and it's half the price, if not maybe a quarter, a quarter of the price of what other people are charging. And yeah. the thing is, is that, you know, I'm working backwards, right? The industry is at a certain price point right now with a certain strength. Here I am doing higher strength stuff for a lower price, and everyone thinks something's wrong with me. But the truth of the matter is, is that I might be. Mm. A new I might be a year or two ahead from where everything is, like, as far as where it's going to be. So I, I have my work cut out for me as far as proving why ours is what it is, and it's half as much, and the straight, you know. Do I Do you have feel
1: prove- people are looking at it going, this can't be quality?
2: Of course. It's too cheap. Is Absolutely. that your biggest problem? Absolutely. But that's why, you know, we've begun to do it, and I didn't at first, but... You know, we're in a we have 110,000 square feet here. I mean, there's 340 people who work here, and there's a lot of things that I don't show people as to why it might allude to the prices being the way that they are. But again, on a full transparency level, I just told you three years ago that a thousand milligram tincture used to cost six dollars, seven dollars. That was three years ago. A thousand milligram tincture nowadays costs two fifty, and that's for the best material you can buy with organic MCT oil, natural flavorings, and a Boston round and a box thousand milligrams, about two to $3. And that's the truth. And that's what the best oil you can buy at any, at, at any place, anywhere. Wow. Cause here I might pay 60 to 80 bucks for that. Indeed. And that's why I, you know, and we've, we've toyed with a lot of ideas about doing specific things, you know, whether it's literally putting the costs inside of the product descriptions on our product to show people like, Hey, look, this costs us $8 to make. We're going to sell it to you. <laughs> we're going to sell it to you for twenty, oh, and that that an might thing. seem yeah. like gouging, but but you've right. been paying eighty the whole time. Right, like we're okay with making fifteen dollars. I don't need right. to make eighty off of you. So right. we've been toying with ideas to really prove our point and drive it home because it's not going to. Because after a while, most people who find us they never leave. You know, we're kind of where have you been well, my whole life type of thing, I, right? Right now, getting a great
1: product. Well, that's the dream, obviously. I'm, you're not the first person who's told me. We have the best product, and it's the cheapest, and it's always difficult to to
2: to see how that's possible. I definitely don't have the best product, though. You have to understand this: oh, okay. everyone okay. has this. Everyone has the same product. There's nothing that nobody has that's better. Order. Oh, the only differentiating things might be flavor, and might be strength, and might be bottle size. But hemp right. is hemp is hemp. It's extracted the same way, whether okay. it's in Colorado or California or Florida. It's 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 the same. So people who say that they have luxury CBD, no, it doesn't exist. The strength is the strength. The cannabinoid profile might be a little bit different, but at the end of the day, it really is all the same. You know what I mean? And that's another sure. thing that I don't tell people is any different. Like I sell high strength stuff for a low price. Am I the lowest? There might be somebody out there competing me. I'm not claiming that, but are my products just as good as everybody else's and compete on any level for a price that nobody else is doing? I think, Yeah so your business right so
1: your business so let's jump into that marketing Mm -hmm. play which is what it sounds like i mean obviously there's a lot of production and costs and you have to do what you just said because things can get out of control all of a sudden your two dollar product is six dollars because it was a mess up but ignoring that uh, assuming your production is perfect and consistent um how how are you then what steps how are you getting your message out because it's a great message yeah um, what are some of the things you've done?
2: What has been successful? What do you think maybe hasn't been successful? Uh, so a little history as well too. So sure. I had partners in this business up until about a year ago and, uh, we were doing pretty good together, but we had a little bit of a difference of opinions on the direction of this whole brand itself. I ended up buying them out of it. So now it's just myself uh-huh. and okay. So for the last year, I've been kind of focusing on how we move mm-hmm. forward this and that, and we've tried our hand on a good amount of things whether it's sending our products to different YouTube reviewers, whether it's doing specific ads, whether it's in Forbes or Rolling Stones or anything like that. Like we have definitely tried. And, and then obviously podcasts just like this. I mean, with someone like yourself, it's fantastic. I'm trying a little bit of everything. I think what's going to drive it home probably the most though is two things. Uh, probably in the next, I don't know, maybe third, 60 to 90 days, we're going to have some sort of live feed camera view on our website where from, from business hours, let's say from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard, you'll be able to see product get made. You'll be able to see it get packaged. You'll be able to see where your order is kind of in production uh, from start to finish. And I oh, want people cool. to be able to see that, hey, look, these guys do have 300 people at their warehouse. These guys right. are making it themselves. They are shipping it. And right. then having them understand that this isn't some fly-by-night thing, that we're just you know making some quick money and moving on. That's one. Two, for us, I think a YouTube channel uh, for canna river and maybe a weekly video that explains why we do specific things talking about specific products so on and so forth i think we'll allude to some sex, uh, some successes. Right. Well. but this is sense. a marathon man it's not a sprint you know I, okay I, i'm hoping i can be around 20 years from now this isn't a cash grab this is me helping people and uh and for once i actually believe the products actually work because prior to having this brand i tried a lot of cbd stuff and i okay vividly remember saying that this is snake oil, like this is a, this is a scam, but right. it's not when you get to specific strengths, it's not, it does, it does, it is beneficial, it is helpful.
1: We are talking to Grant Boatman of Canada River, and I am personally learning a lot, <laughs> and I thought I knew my stuff, um, but I'm learning a lot, particularly on the marketing and cost side. At uh, can River, it's a, it's an attractive um, pitch, uh, but like so many, having the best product at yeah. the best price doesn't oddly enough does not always translate to success. Um, although it sounds like you're you, you're doing uh, something right. Um,
2: yeah, <laughs> there's, definitely, um, there's definitely brands though that are three, four, five times the size of us, and it's not for any given reason other than the fact that they started before us and maybe sell stuff at a higher price and people think that they're premium. Who yeah.
1: is your who is your who is your target customer now? And then who? And then maybe this is unfair. Yeah. If you had a crystal ball, who would you like it to be? Is there a difference between those two groups? You know, so I... I. Uh, and don't say everyone. You're not allowed no, to say no, everyone's no, my customer.
2: I could never say anyone, to be honest, because, I mean, look, when I started it, I didn't know who the customer would be, right? I didn't know if this was soccer moms. I didn't know if this was, uh, you know, people who were athletes. I really didn't know because truly... Okay you have to take it and you have to know that it works for you to even really accept it or adopt it. And I, again, I didn't know if that was people with ailments or veterans or, or what, right. And the thing that sure. actually has guided me in a really good way is the reviews on our website. So, you know, we started the website and this is probably, again, two years ago, we've got probably 5,000 reviews now, but I I, I actually read these things daily. We get anywhere from like 10 to 15 uh, reviews a day, a day, let's just say, right. Nothing great. Well, that's impressive. That's but what people write though is kind of, what I'm after now, and whether it's people with um, you know arthritis in their wrist or they can't sleep, I mean it's it's a wide variety of things that might be impacting someone's life that they actually find value enough to buy our products that actually it actually helps them, and so it's crazy. Like I, it took me like I said it took me a long time to actually believe in what I was doing as well, because okay. again I saw what everybody else was making and selling, and knowing that like this does not help them. Okay. Again, like I said, if you're getting eighteen milligrams in a one little like a you're buying a thousand milligram tincture and you're giving yourself a little dropper's worth again that might be 16 milligrams you're putting in your mouth you think that that's helping you you might only be getting six to eight milligrams out of that once it goes to your body and it actually gets retained right it's not doing anything and Mm so i had a very hard time and when we made this i started to believe in it more and then i saw the reviews and so getting back to the customer question I think it's people with ailments man people who are kind of at their wits ends with certain things and don't want to take pills and and do things that they've been told by their doctors they're looking for a plant they're looking for something holistic and alternative and this seems to work for people
1: so it's not an age thing as much as uh you've tried you have to be someone who's tried a bunch of stuff and and now you're looking around
2: for something i like. think so i think okay. i think i think that's a good customer for us and that's kind of what we've I've been noticing it's like I'll, I'll see a lot of people who have cancer uh, leave reviews. You know, my, my husband has lymphoma, or he has this, or he has that. And we've tried, you know, X, Y, and Z, and this this helps him sleep, or this gives him, you know, uh, an appetite again. And I don't market the products that way towards those uses, because, you know, whoever it helps, it helps. I, there's certain claims I can't make because of the FDA. Of course, but, yeah. But when I see things like that, I'm like, man, I, I didn't really realize it could right. be that impactful. Amazing. So, how yeah. do you sell,
1: how do you, how are you currently marketing? Is it online mostly? Are you selling through dispensaries and chains? Uh, uh, so, for dispensary, cons- yeah.
2: Yeah, so for dispensaries down here in California, the the actual CBD itself had to have been derived from cannabis. So CBD products like ours, because they're derived from hemp, can't go into dispensaries, but uh, uh, they okay. will go into different smoke shops, different CBDs, uh, chain stores, but a lot sold online. I mean, I think, Right now, our sales is pretty much divvied up. Pro- I would say probably 65% business to business, people who are reselling our products in their stores and their chains, and probably 35% is B2C online through our website. Okay.
1: So give me that crystal ball one more time and uh, project in two or three years, Which where is where Which is far? where is Canter River uh, oh. in terms of its relationship to the customer, in terms of its growth, in terms of whether that 65-35 split changes it's online do you see it is that the future is no but brick and mortar the future where do you where do you see it
2: yeah so i've looked i have to there. guess
1: now it's I, a no, no, I,
2: i'll give you my two cents so it's it's been a it's been a long road for a lot of these businesses that i've started so whether it was in the nicotine industry whether it was co-packing whatever it was right i was always the small fish in a massive pond. But the one thing that I was always extremely good at with a lot of these businesses was just standing the test of time, making good decisions to stick around. Because again, whether next year, I'll give you, I'll just be completely real with you. If this year we do $5 million in revenue and next year we do six, I'm okay with that. I'm not trying to do five, 10, 15, 20, 30, 100. It'd be nice. But my goal is to stick around, help people, the people that we employ, they do very well and see these people grow and continue to add products that I think are beneficial for people. As far as having the crystal ball and where I think the future goes of this, it's extremely high strength stuff at a price that anyone can buy that people will finally get a good use out of to actually finally help themselves. There will be a time when this shifts, where a 5,000 milligram is the baseline for someone to buy. At the same price they used to buy a 500 for. amazing like, As an example, in the next probably 30 days, we have tinctures that are coming out that are 20,000 milligrams, 15,000 uh, 15, broad spec, 5,000 CBN, CBG, all sorts of different stuff. But that 20,000 milligram tincture, it's only going to be 100 bucks. And that tincture would cost $400 for somebody else. Right, there's going to be a shakeup in the industry oh, yeah, because
1: people have built a business on that 400 bucks. I'm assuming. And I,
2: I plan on, I don't plan on ruining people because of it. But the more that I could show people this isn't fair, right, the better, you know. And it's like I'm okay with people making money and doing their thing. But as long as we're, an, uh, you know, we have, we have, an opportunity to earn someone's business to show them that it's the same stuff, if not better, for a price that no one can achieve, That's the goal. Because again, I'm working backwards. I'm working on a price that no one started with. It's very hard. For I get them. you. Of course. It's it is, very yeah. hard for Medterra and all these guys to go backwards.
1: Right. They've built up to, we We need to sell it for 400 bucks.
2: Yeah. yeah we have to pay for our
1: uh, cars and our people exactly. and our, yeah. Uh, Grant, I want to thank you. This has been very interesting. Um, I'm always fascinated by the CBD side of, of the oh, cannabis space, but sorry. this is such a unique and uh, refreshing take on it. Grant Boatman of Canna River. And if you want to learn more about Canna River, go to, canna that's c-a-n-n-a two n's canna river.com and uh check it out um grant thank you very much i, I really so enjoyed talking
2: to you appreciate it thank you so much man and we will be back
1: uh, with more of the business of cannabis the business of cannabis is also sponsored by cash tech a proud Chema partner cash tech's over 40 years in the cash management space has made it the nation's number one cash management service company. Call CashTech, and then make sure you have the right equipment, software, and service pack. Go to CashTechCurrency.com to learn more. And welcome back to the business of cannabis. Let's talk to James Shee of My Green Network. Uh, James is CEO uh, of what they, he describes as uh, California's cannabis cloud kitchen. And um, he promises me soon to be the world's largest cannabis innovation platform. Uh, As described at the top of the show, the Green Network provides state state licenses to manufacture cannabis products. The kicker, they provide the room, the physical space, the equipment, even the expertise to do that. Now, James wasted uh, a few years getting a law degree from the University of San Diego, wasted a few years practicing law, until he decided to start living and get into cannabis, first in Colorado, uh, starting in 2013, uh, in cultivation, manufacturing, uh, and they have had—he uh, and his group have had uh, actually four cannabis facilities, um, and still operate one, another one in uh, Dixon, California. But after a couple of years of planning and I assume some fundraising, they opened their doors a couple of months ago. Uh, of the Green Network, um, have six active members, including two Michelin star chefs. So let's uh, chat with James Shee uh, and find out why he believes his company will disrupt the grow industry and the cultivation and the creation of cannabis brands, uh, first in California and then the world. James, welcome. Thank you, David. It's great to be here. I appreciate it. Yes, let's dive into it first with a cannabis cloud kitchen. What is that and how does it work and what kind of services do you provide?
3: Yeah, so how do we put this? This is probably one of the hardest definitions in the industry right now because we're literally, I would say, the first. So we're actually creating the definition of what a cannabis cloud is. Okay, this
1: is a first on the uh, the business of cannabis. We are creating a definition and go.
3: And the (laughs) first entry
1: in the dictionary.
3: (laughs) The definition that we put in is um, a collaborative by design commercial cannabis facility intentionally designed to empower cannabis entrepreneurs. We help to get their cannabis license, access compliant cannabis spaces, and then produce cannabis products for sale, in license, uh, for sale in licensed dispensaries at a fraction of the cost.
1: So let's break it down.
3: I, you're going to get a cultivation license for me. So not a cultivation. We're specifically or, uh, for manufacturing.
1: Oh, okay. I can create my own brand of cannabis.
3: Correct. And this is kind of where it gets a little interesting. The manufacturers are the innovators of the industry. So we literally can produce any cannabis product. Cultivators can do one thing; they can grow.
1: Ah, okay. Yes. Distributors
3: can do one thing; they can I transport, the package, and right. assemble. Retailers sell to the actual the consumer. Manufacturers innovate. We can take the cannabis plant, package it, turn it into eights, pre-rolls, and fuse pre-rolls. We can go and turn that cannabis into an oil. And then infuse that into chocolates, gummies, brownies, cookies, beauty products, face masks, um, vape pens, carts, anything you can think of is what a manufacturer does.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, so at, at, is that, so at the cloud kitchen, um, I can produce almost any category of product is what you're saying to me. Correct. Um,
3: hence, hence the idea of, of, of this being an innovation platform exactly we literally are the innovators of the industry so if you have a great product this is the way to do it if you're a cultivator all you can do is grow gotcha
1: um so what do you do then let's start with the licensing part of it (laughs) what do you do (laughs) actually i come to you and i say i you know what i have a let's say i have a grow i'm a craft player i have x amount Of uh, flour, but I realized I want Dave's cannabis. Well, who wouldn't? Uh, Mm -hmm. So I come to you and I say, I don't, you know, I'd like to produce, I'd like to manufacture this. Take me through that process.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, that's coming from the license industry already, someone who already has a license. So, okay. Sorry. I jumped ahead.
1: I don't have a license. (laughs) I have an idea, I have a logo, and I have a burning desire to produce there Dave's cannabis. What do I do? I have t-shirts, I have mugs, I have everything. I have everything I need to be successful except for this license.
3: <laughs> Dave, help there, me. There you go, Dave. Yeah, help me. Um, Dave. so to create Dave's cannabis brand, number one is, uh, normally you'd have to get the license. You have to apply locally and then get also a state license after you get your local one. It takes about a year to two years generally. Um, Number two is you basically need a facility that's fully compliant, and that usually requires a build-out, it requires equipment to be purchased, and then also inspections. And then the third thing is normally you're going to need a reliable cannabis network. Usually it's undervalued. A lot of people view it and say, well, I can go out and create my own network, no problem. But in reality, there's a lot of people in this industry come from the legacy market, They don't do business. Normally contracts don't really work and business doesn't really function normally. So what we do is essentially eliminate those issues. When you come with us, uh, the first thing we'll actually do is disrupt the entire licensing process. Number one is we cut out all the attorneys. We cut out the other BS, uh, actual general contractors, architects. You don't need to work with any of them. The only thing you do is you apply with us, you work with our expert licensing team. We've already successfully applied and received over 12 licenses in total. And then we just do all the heavy lifting. In about 60 days, you'll get your city local permit, which says that you are uh, permitted to actually create cannabis manufacturing uh, products. And number two is you'll get your state license, which says you are approved by the state of California to operate. So in that's 60, on the licensing In part. 60 days? Yes. It's from a year from a year yeah. or two years
1: correct okay it um, sounds too it sounds too good to be true
3: it it is not <laughs> <laughs> uh no, I mean it it does, and it's why actually the industry has really been hit very hard for the craft operators, the small business, mom and pop shops. Not many people say I've got millions of dollars backing me that right. I just. Yeah, I'm going to take two years to poke away at this. You don't have that. No. And during the entire time. The barrier to entry is huge. It's huge. And during that entire time, you actually can't produce and sell a single cannabis product. Hmm. So that's the other thing. If you don't have literally a million dollars back of you for two years, then you're kind of SOL, to be honest. Right. Sure. Well, of
1: course. And so now I have my license in 60 days, which is probably actually too fast because I'm not really ready yet. <laughs> but now I have a license. Uh, and then I, and then I, um, let's say I can purchase my flower from someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what do I do? I say, James, that, that was great. Licensing was great. Now I have to produce whatever, I don't know, pre-rolls. So, so what, how does it work with, I come to, I, you know, you
3: give me my code. I come into the green cloud. I'm allowed in. Now what do I do? <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually going to even streamline that further. You don't okay. even need to go find someone to buy stuff or anything the wellness lines. Oh. The next st- step that for you is actually just getting a membership with us. You identify how many products you wanna create, probably what you wanna do. So you should be working on your marketing, your business plan and you know, what dispensaries and who you're gonna be working with. And then you would say, great, I need three days to work in your facility every month. That would be our uh, executive membership. You would then say, I want to come in on these specific three days in the month. Uh, and then before then, you would ask us, hey, James, uh, I'd like to requisition cannabis with a potency level of 35% grown indoors, as well as a sativa, indica, or hybrid strain. I'd also like it to be in these specific things. And we say, cool, give us a week. You'd requisition it from us. We go wow. and find the cultivators okay. for you. We give you the list, the pricing, and we say, here's what it is. Let us know if this price point makes sense to you. We also make sure that we're working with on all wholesale matters. So, you know, you're getting the best price when you're working with us, because we will throw our weight around on our members' behalf.
1: So you're almost by a part of a, a buying collective, in a sense. Correct. Right. A sort that's of a curated just- list of of, of of cultivators and I can. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and do I pay for
3: that service? Is that like part of the executive membership service? Like, how does that work? All of our memberships include it. We basically want our members to focus on two things: making a great canvas product and selling it. We'll handle everything else.
1: So I have my brand. Okay, so I have my brand. I have my li- I have my license. I have my um, marketing plan. I now have my product. You've given me a list and I've called this company, and now it I now have the product. Mm-hmm. It's shipped to your facility. Mm-hmm. I don't want to
3: put words in your mouth, and now what happens? So it gets shipped to our facility, and basically, at the uh day that you come on in, it'll already be in our lock storage, and then we'll just bring it on into your space on your time. You walk into your space, everything is there for you to use.
1: So, all the whatever equipment I need to produce a uh, pre rolls or gummies or whatever would all you know you you mentioned that long list I mean, basically everything but drinks i'm assuming no nope, we can do drinks oh, too you drinks to drinks too oh, so literally it all all product category and then i and then i just manufacture my product yep
3: and you don't even need to use flour i mean that's whatever right the industries evolve so much that we can source for you distillate live rosin live resin uh any bho at et- ethanol extraction or ice water extracted product too
1: it sounds like i need to go back to my business plan and do some work because i have some options it's (laughs) super cool it's uh we are talking to james she uh from my green network um the first uh cannabis cloud kitchen uh starting in california um is there a reason by the way you started in california
3: as opposed to another state because i know you were in colorado why not there so the way we look at it is California has the largest population of any state. It is the number one place for cannabis across the entire country. Uh, and on top of that, it's actually the most heavily regulated. So right. no other state comes even like close to the amount of BS that we have to kind of deal right. with. So the, the value prop of the licensing is pretty. Is even more rough. immense. Right. Right, Because we can literally get someone that has zero experience with cannabis a license, and all they need to do is infuse their products and sell it. Okay, don't call me out on air. Like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) But fair enough,
1: Dave's cannabis coming near you. Uh, Okay, so let's talk uh, cost first. Mm -hmm. Take me through the cost structure of this. Because it's all sounding great. Mm -hmm. I'm not just trying to pump up your tires. It sounds awesome because I'm cutting down on my costs and speed. Uh, You're providing me with the expertise. I don't have to come up with a couple million bucks to create my own facility or, you know, I'm kind of in a sense renting it. I can rent it how I need it. One day, two day, three day, but take me through that cost uh, before I want to talk to talk about like your market and who you're talking
3: to and some of your customers. Yep. So the cost for us on the licensing aspect is $46,000, give or take. It's around that price point. Um, that does include all city and state application fees, as well as all the fees for us to prepare and do everything on your behalf as well. We manage the entire process from beginning to end. Literally the only thing that you need to be able to provide us is your company and your insurance documents, et cetera, like that we'll handle everything else.
1: Can you put that into context for me? What does, is 46 a lot for license, a little for license? What, for someone like me who's never done
3: it, what do I think of that amount of money? So this is, if you've never looked into licensing before, it may seem like a large price point and forty six thousand by no means is like a cheap price. Right. It's not
1: like, yeah, loose change in in the couch.
3: Right. (laughs) I know I I casually brushed that. Yeah. Give me 46.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You want that in 20s? (laughs) Um,
3: But when you take a look at the traditional process, that's about 5% the cost of getting your license traditionally or less. So if you were to make about a 3,500 square foot cannabis facility, and we ran through the calculations you're looking at about a million dollars. Um, and that's okay. going to be because your attorney's fees alone are probably between 50 to 150,000, negotiating with the city, getting your licenses. The licensing fees are actually the smallest costs in the <laughs> process. You got to worry about your general contractor, your, ingre- your sorry, ingredients, your uh, construction materials. Right. And then you got to worry about your architects, your design, what happens if you mess up city inspections, hidden costs. And then, honestly, the big number is rent. Or if you bought a facility, you're looking at several million. On rent, you're basically paying about 3x for the green zone tax, essentially. So, give or I take. Yeah, it's a lot. You're like the we work of uh, cannabis. Yes, except well, I don't want to say that.
1: That's not nice. <laughs> you're like uh <laughs> well, say the regist, cool. yeah. the
3: regus of cannabis. Right? Yeah, that's right. Not
1: that we were but, but you're like a shared office space. Uh no, that's uh, so let, let me um jump to who's your who's who's your target customer, like for the next year or so. Who do you think is gonna be this is gonna resonate with? Who are you marketing to?
3: Yeah, you know, we thought about a lot. Um, we definitely appeal to, I would say everybody, but I think who we really benefit the most are going to be new cannabis entrepreneurs, whether you're coming from the legacy market, CBD, beauty Mm. industry, uh, food and beverage, all of those. Or if you're just a regular entrepreneur that wants to start, this is definitely the best way for those people. But in addition to that is going to be for licensed operators uh, essentially provides component of vertical integration that they normally may not have. So for example, if you're a retail store and you wanna produce your own line of products, normally you pay co-packing or weight labeling fees. The problem is you still pay a lot more for that. If you decide to create your own team and brand by using a type S, you've essentially now paid 50 grand for your own cannabis manufacturing license, which now enables you to essentially streamline, cut down the middleman of your costs and then launch your own retail products.
1: You well let's let's give it a real example. You described you've told me off air before we were chatting. Uh, you have customers. You actually have people work doing it. So yep. that's cool. Can you give us a couple of examples of of who 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 they are and then maybe walk us through their experience and what they're saying?
3: Yeah. I'll give you three. Um, okay, and I'll try I'll to be—I'll try to be quick about it too. Yes, be
1: a—but yes, don't don't go on too long. But
3: go and go. Uh, one of our favorites is, of course, Weed Confections. Uh, they've been with us since uh, the beginning, so they actually weed st- like W E E D. Weed, weed actually more like O U I apostrophe D. yes, so chef. Français. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh,
1: because they're chefs. Okay. Oh, those Correct. are the
3: Michelin chefs. Correct. Gotcha. Okay, weed. So, okay.
1: O-U-I, like apostrophe D. Okay. Yep.
3: So they, they basically came from uh, the Michelin background. They opened up Pojoli Dialogue uh, in Santa Monica, uh, California, and got a one-star Michelin. So wow. from there, they basically, you know, the food and beverage industry is not pretty. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of like pain and, and headache for people. So they've always dreamed about creating their cannabis products. We provided them the solution. They came with us in about 60 days, ended up getting their uh, licenses. They also started production, R&D. And now, as of yesterday, we've actually gotten their first products in a local dispensary. On top of that, they're on a retail platform. And so in about 60 days from when we applied to 90 days, they are now a fully compliant cannabis company that is producing legal products for sale on the market. Amazing. What they, and what is it? You said confectionery. Is it like candies or... Chocolate they or? do um, they do infused chocolate bonbons and pâté de fruit, and wow. they actually import all of their ingredients from France, huh. uh, so the quality that they're actually having is aggressively higher than anywhere right. else.
1: Okay. Um, well, Michelin chefs, very pretentious, <laughs> but it sounds pretty cool. It sounds cool. They okay, that's one. Fantastic. Two. Who's two?
3: Yeah. Second one
1: um, is <laughs> you. Mine. You invited them in just because you wanted them like you just wanted to
3: have their product (laughs) they we did (laughs) they're awesome and their products are amazing honestly they will blow all the other products out on the market it's okay
1: so number two uh
3: minerva so she's actually comes from um the pastry chef uh industry so she worked at google for about 20 years uh at the google campus and honestly she decided to quit her day job which in the last ten sh- years, she actually worked as a uh, she worked as a manager for a rent a car company. Okay. So zero cannabis experience. Right. She first started actually doing cannabis about oh, well during the pandemic, and wow. her problem was every time she'd have a cannabis product, it was too much. So mm. she would have to cut like a gummy into eights and only eat right. it. So now she decided, well, this is stupid. I'm gonna go create my own product. And she actually now creates microdose gummies. Amazing. Uh, made for great. women, fully awesome. woman-owned company. Wow. She also starts up with a potato fruit imported from France and uses just basically all quality ingredients, no high fructose corn syrup, none of the bad stuff for you. And again, for her, same thing, launched in about 60 to 90 days.
1: Okay. Three, we don't have a lot of time left. Get it yep. in there. I want uh, to These are great stories, by the way. This is awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's making me a bit hungry. There's a,
3: there's a theme here. Okay. Yep. I'd highlight uh, High Occasions, actually. Um, High Occasions.
1: Okay.
3: They're one of the ones that we're currently working with, but they're actually a BIPOC-owned company. And uh, they've cool. been in the legacy market for quite some time. Um, they stopped doing it for a while because, you know, obviously the issues of like being a legacy operator. Sure. And the good part about them is uh, they'll be actually doing infused cupcakes. So... They'll be sort of shelf life stable, and that's kind of one of their challenges right now that they're facing. But they'll probably be launching the next, I would say, 60 days. Um, but very excited. They've already been getting their licenses, and they're ready to go, too. So
0: there you go. That's amazing. Well, Kate,
1: okay. well, we've been chatting with James She of My Green Network, uh, and I encourage you to check them out at mygreennetwork.com. You probably would have figured out. That's the website. Um, I'm surprised that was around, by the way. Because um, it's a pretty good <laughs> cannabis name, uh, my Green Network. Um, if you're in California, you should definitely give James a call. That's a it. It is a compelling offering. Um, on very levels, I'm not just saying that. It, you know, obviously, if you're a huge operator and you're going to take another approach, but you definitely to put words in your mouth. On some level, you're leveling the playing field and providing access to a market that maybe would be very difficult because I know the world wants Dave's cannabis. We know that. (laughs) (laughs) Come on over, Dave. (laughs) Yeah, now maybe I have an opportunity. James, that was really interesting. Thanks for sharing that story with us. Um, Go to mygreennetwork.com. And thanks very much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you, David. It was great speaking to you today. And we will be back with more of the business. The business of cannabis is also sponsored by CashTech, a proud team of partners. CashTech's over 40 years in the cash management space has made it the nation's number one cash management service company. Call CashTech and then make sure you have the right equipment, software, and service package. Go to cashtechcurrency.com to learn more. And welcome back. And welcome to Matt Cook. As we uh, take some time to to digest what we heard, Grant Boatman of Canada River and James Shee from My Green Network. So, what I the one word jumped to mind when I when, you know as as I was talking to each of them was disruption. Right. In their own way, at least they're trying. <laughs> Whether they accomplish it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I found the concepts intriguing, at least on a theoretical level.
0: Right. Yeah, I I, it, I found it interesting what Grant was saying, which was basically, oh. you know, anyone selling CBD at a lower dose shouldn't be doing it, um, right? And uh, you know, their real um, competitive advantage, or I guess you know, value that they're bringing is, you know, stronger doses at you know an affordable price. Because well, he
1: it's stronger, like it's almost if it, it's almost snake oil what they're selling if they're saying yeah. here's. 250 milligrams for a hundred dollars because it's right. quality, right? And then he's being hurt by the fact that his pricing, which he admitted was still high on some right. level, but compared to what other people are gouging the consumer,
0: yeah. If you extrapolate a 50 milligram, you know, edible, um, to 500 uh, milligrams, then obviously. Uh, the cost is going to be prohibitive, like only so many people are going to be able to afford to take that daily. And what he's saying is CBD is CBD. It's all basically the same. Right. Um, the difference is the, the strain. And then then it really comes down to, you know, what we've talked about before on the show is uh, marketing and, and creating a brand around that. And I think that's what he's trying to do. Um, and it sounds like you know it, it's working uh he's got 300 employees big manufacturing facility um it seems to be resonating
1: yeah but i don't know yeah he and the flip side is resonating and it isn't because the market's still where it is and most people it hasn't it hasn't uh, forced pricing down well, nor do you see these high dosages out there It's a, it's just like yeah it sounds like higher like
0: more for less sounds like an unbeatable combination and it isn't <laughs> well and then his point is people think that because the strength is high and and the cost is yeah it's low, it's crap right something wrong with it yeah it, or it's or
1: it's it's cheap well this whole sort of craft um cannabis we're doing a show in a few weeks on you know what is the difference between cannabis types of brands. Can you tell the difference? Is it like high quality, low quality? Is it a commodity? You Is it all marketing? Pepsi, the Pepsi challenge. Yeah, it's all the it's every everything, you know, we'll find, you know, uh I, I bring it in uh my resident cannabis expert and we'll talk about it. Um but that's his his frustration uh was admirable in the sense that he's he's making headway but he's it's still a It's remarkable what attitudes are in the market, and uh, reality doesn't seem to matter. It's this is a you know for my health, and so I'm going to pay a a premium, and people are happy to do it. And it's business, so you charge what the market can bear. And if the market can bear 250 milligrams at at 150 bucks, then that's what you're going to charge. And you probably maybe won't pay 50 bucks for that because you'd rather pay 150,
0: but, you know, to his point, Psychologically. there's a lot of fly by night companies, people that are in it for a quick buck and then leave. And, you know, I think his exact quote was it's a marathon, not a sprint. And, right. you know, I think that that is going to be important. Longevity, um, eventually will. Right. Will, As he
1: wins uh, customer by customer. Right. So flip to uh, my green network, which I really like the idea of.
0: Yeah, I was. We've really
1: had uh, uh, other people on the show who were trying to to do sort of a, a community garden concept, so people could could come and and grow. Uh, that was in Washington D.C. Um, this is sort of a disruption to the idea of vertical integration on some level, right? You know, you don't have to, if you want to grow, grow. But that's it. You don't you don't need to grow so that you can manufacture and create a brand and control all that. You can just get your cannabis and rent space.
0: Right. I mean, you know, and uh, it's kind of simple. It's like kind of, kind of interesting <laughs> that he, you know uh, some of the people he's dealing with are chefs and pastry chefs and and things like that because it reminded me a lot of. Uh, like ghost kitchens for, you know, food delivery services like Uber Eats and, and you know, DoorDash and the like, um, where, you know, why build a commercial kitchen for a million dollars to sell burgers on Uber Eats? Um, you know, right. it's, it's very similar, um, you know, and you've got architects and lawyers to help you um, navigate um, that part of the Um, that part of the business as well. And they've already done the thinking, they've already done the work, um, which, you know, reduces the risk for someone that wants to get into it. Now, maybe you eventually get big enough where you need, you you know, your own um, solution or that's the the route. you. The scale becomes, yeah. It gets gets you in the door, gets you a license. I think he said within 60 days, which is...
1: It's amazing. Like, like, yeah, they've almost perfected the outsourcing of it. Yeah. It's just... And so I can expense fifty grand for my license, X grand for my rent. I need it three days a month or five days a month, whatever I need. And now I can focus on apparently what I'm good at, which would maybe be producing, or it might be selling, or it might be whatever. I might, in fact, with their network, I will. I would even hire people to make my product. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have because I'm a marketing and sales guy. Yeah. The two of us, man. Come on. Where's our brand?
0: You know, Finally, it's perfect for people like us that yeah. are interested in idiots in business. Yeah, they're passionate <laughs> about it, but you know, I don't, right. I don't know the, the what goes on on the back end,
1: right? Uh, making know, a
0: product. Um, yeah. I'm a marketing guy.
1: <laughs> right, you don't know anything. So, I don't why, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so why would you be making a product, but you could you can sell it? Uh, no, That's I was right. impressed. Yeah. I think it was cool, and and uh, I can see that model spreading. Oh, absolutely. Whether I, it's I my Green Network or or someone like them, um, yeah, I and I, I know it exists in in various forms already. That was the most sophisticated one I've heard of, so I thought it was cool. So let's uh, we're going to have to call it uh, I call a halt to our talk, unfortunately, because I was very this was an interesting show. I like this one.
0: Yeah, it was. I like those
1: those two guys uh, and their yeah. businesses, but because they're like I said, uh, the word disruption. They're trying to do something unique and different. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks to all our listeners, 115,000 and Growing Strong a week. Awesome. Uh, thanks to Matt uh, Matt for joining us here and offering his comments. Um, thanks to our uh, sponsors. Um, cash Tech Currency products. Go to uh, Cash Tech Currency for all your cash management needs. Uh, I'm Dave Sky on behalf of uh, Matt Cook. Uh, we'll be back next week with more of the Business of Cannabis. The Business of Cannabis is also sponsored by CashTech, a proud team of partner. CashTech's over 40 years in the cash management space has made it the nation's number one cash management service company. Call CashTech and then make sure you have the right equipment, software, and service package. Go to cashtechcurrency.com to learn more.